Welcome to An Abundant Future with Matt Powers. I'm your host, Matt Powers, and this is a podcast where we talk about the future, an abundant future, one based upon permaculture principles and regenerative means, where almost anything positive is possible, where we can heal and regenerate our world, where we can treat each other ethically. We're talking about what's new, what's coming up, what could be. And today we have Kiss the Grounds, Lauren Tucker, talking to us about this amazing organization that's making soil science accessible and awesome. And so check this out. This is an incredible interview. Uh, I'm so grateful that they came on and uh, that we're probably going to be working together in the future. Here, listen in. two stories I could tell. One is like my personal journey to regenerative agriculture and the other is the organization's journey, although they're fairly parallel. Um, Personally, I grew up in West Virginia, um, really close to Washington, D.C., enough so that I watched farmland be turned into subdivisions um, as a child. And I grew up around a lot of corn and soy, conventional production, um, and really always felt highly disconnected um, from friends, from society, from land. And I'm now 30-some years on a journey of realizing that that disconnection comes from how much we've separated, separated everything, animals, plants, people, Um, we kind of put everything in its rightful place and don't look at whole ecosystems. And then the aha moment for Kiss the Ground, uh, Ryland Englehart, who is a co-owner of Cafe Gratitude, um, which is a vegan organic restaurant in California. He was speaking at a conference in New Zealand about five years ago and watched a panel of scientists and they were all speaking about the viability of human life on planet Earth. And there's a lot of doom and gloom science out there, and most scientists were reflecting that. Um, And then one person on the panel by the name of Graham Sait, he's a farming educator, he talked about carbon drawdown and the potential to regenerate soils, and thus plants through photosynthesis can take a large amount of carbon out of the atmosphere. And he spread this really hopeful message that Ryland had never heard of. So Ryland then came back to Venice, California, which is where we all live, um, and just started talking to all his friends. And he always tells the story that, you know, he thought he was a hip environmentalist driving a Prius, running an organic restaurant, like using a, a reusable coffee cup everywhere he went, Um, and this really hit him over the head as uh, a moment of a new consciousness, um, something he had never known in the environmental field, and then he started gathering all his friends in the living room, and one of his childhood friends, Finney and Makepeace, the two of them said, let's start an organization, Um, and so now we're four years down the road of that. So how has it been going for you guys? Because I know I've seen the videos. The video is absolutely stunning. Are, are, and I've, and I've, my friends have attended your parties, you know, and, and gone to your events and everyone, you know, kind of walks out looking the way they do on your website. 
Um, but have you guys made like some serious ground? Are you guys spreading to other states or is it like a California only thing right now? Yeah, so um, when we first started, we came from an environmental perspective, which is, oh my goodness, there's a way to take carbon out of the atmosphere. This is so incredible. Um, and really looking at, in the environmental conversation, we've been speaking mostly about cutting emissions, which is highly important. And there's another half of the equation, which is carbon drawdown. Um, and so we started from that perspective. And I think over the years, we've evolved to understand healthy soil means nutritious food. It means water holding capacity, drought resilience. It means prosperity for farmers. It means so many other things, um, reversing land degradation. And so our initial intent, the first thing we did was let's make a short film about the carbon cycle because we're in Los Angeles and not farmers yet, although some of us are starting to work on that. Um, and what was most accessible to us was making something beautiful, simple, that could communicate carbon drawdown and the carbon cycle um, and the power of photosynthesis. So one of the first things we did was create this video called The Soil Story, which we're pretty well known for. Um, but since we've been working on a lot of things, we have um, four programs and we're most likely going to add a fifth this year. And so we work in the areas of storytelling, which are, are short films. And we actually have a book, um, which is a partnership with our, our friend Josh Tickell that's being released November 14th. It's titled Kiss the Ground. It looks and really good. Thanks. And a, a full-length documentary that Josh Tickell and Rebecca Tickell have been working on in conjunction with Kiss the Ground for the last couple of years. So we're looking to release that sometime in 2018. Um, it's almost complete. And we do a lot of social media type storytelling, online engagement. So that's program one. Uh, program two is education. So we have taken our soil story piece and compost story piece, which is a similar short film, and created a five-day middle school curriculum on carbon cycle, healthy soil, regenerative ag, and how even in a city environment you can engage with that um, and kind of what you can do as a middle schooler. Um, so that's something that we're piloting in 10 classrooms right now and getting a lot of feedback on, and then it'll be widely distributed, uh, free, available online for download in the spring. Um, and we also do a That's lot of incredible. public speaking yeah, in our education program. And then we do have a, a community garden in Venice where we work with homeless youth and pay a small group of homeless youth every year to learn about healthy soil, and then we job place them in um, nurseries and landscaping jobs and urban ag type environments. And then um, kind of our, our more newest, our newest program, the one that's mostly in development still is how we work with farmers. And so we've done a lot of advocacy work over the years in California, as well as at a national level around labeling and um, policy initiatives. But now we're looking at how we support farmer-to-farmer -farmer training 
because when you look at um, what to support in the ecosystem for regenerative agriculture to really spread, um, certainly I'm not the best person to go train a farmer, a farmer is. And so how we support farmers who are innovating and really leading on the ground to support more, more farmers and how we get them the resources they need. So that's a, our newest program that's in development. Yeah, on your website, it's talking about healthy acres and California carbon farming. This is superb stuff. Yep, we need to uh, update our website. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, something on here that I really also appreciate is uh, my friends and uh, peer reviewers, uh, Elaine In uh, Ingham and Mark Shepard are on here uh, as doing courses, which is really amazing that you guys are you're covering all your bases. Um, you're at events, you're, you're putting out curriculum, videos, and everything is so top-notch. You, you've enlisted uh, famous faces that we know and love, uh, you know, from the storytellers uh, in our, you know, our entertainment world. And, and the thing that really, really, you know, excites me, because I've been working on this for years, and I was the first person to create permaculture curriculum and make it uh, mm. available to children. And this, what you're doing and your organization is doing, your team is making, everyone who's supporting it, because everyone can, you are making this understandable and, and digestible in the medium and the modality that everyone's already keyed into. We're already loving the people who are talking to us in these videos. We already know that, you know, the music, the, the quality of the film, it's, you know, it's absolutely inspiring. And it, it fills me with hope that there are organizations like yours. <laughs> and, and, you know, after only four years of, of existing, you guys have a higher quality product than, you know, especially in the animations and, and the social media and, in courses, I mean, you guys are doing such incredible work that I can't wait to see what you guys start doing with farmers because if it continues at this this trajectory and this level, we're gonna be seeing, um, you know, I don't I, I don't know what it's gonna be beyond my imagination. It's really exciting. So right on. Well, <laughs> thank you. I I really appreciate um, what you're saying, and you know, I really believe that that biodiversity is key when we look at ecosystems, but when we also look at human systems. So in this field, you know, we have people on the ground who might never communicate this topic. We have people who have been on the ground for hundreds, if not thousands of years, if we look at indigenous populations who have been practicing regenerative agriculture and healthy soils. We have scientists, we have policymakers, we have permaculture educators, educators like yourself um, and so we're just kind of adding to that ecosystem a piece that we understand which is how to make things simple and beautiful as communication tools so yeah well you certainly absolutely do it now getting into the whole edge because I'm always about the edge and where things are going where things are headed have you been thinking about this whole thing because you guys allude to no-till and that really is kind of the linchpin if we could go towards no-till organic, and by that I mean like, because uh, there's no-till spray, and, and that's awful. Um, we don't want to do no-till spray, but if we did no-till organic and came up with, I don't know, it, it, maybe a volunteer label or some way that people could know as they purchased, uh, 
that the ground wasn't cut, that this is a carbon sink, this food, this product, this, this farm. Do you think that's the next level? Um, I currently know a lot of people who are working on labeling in this field, and I think that we'll start to see that um, come out to consumers within the next year. Wow. Although I personally am starting to understand that really handshakes are how I want to buy my food. Oh, yeah. Um, labels are great if you're standing in a grocery store aisle, but really the more that I can get to know the farmers in my bioregion, the more I can go and see their farms, the more I can understand their specific context that has them do things a certain way. Um, I think it's hard sometimes with labels to get exactly what we're seeking because there has to be a lot of rejectionist thinking in creating them. Um, you know, it's a list of a checklist of things that are less bad or it's a checklist of practices, but really the way we, you know, support land in the best way possible is that in every context we support it differently. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, So labels are, are slightly in opposition to that. Um, or not necessarily supportive of how nuanced, um, different farms are and, how special different farms are in the practices yeah. that they're taking on. So, so do you think it's going to go more like uh, we go into this culture of seasonal farm touring, or do you think it's going to go more Dan Kittredge, because I noticed he's on your website as a course uh, educator, uh, Dan Kittredge, where he's going to be having a handheld device that tells you the nutrient density and the, all the different, you know, phytonutrients and, nutrition within it you know what I mean yeah I mean the cool thing about what Dan is up to is that he's hoping to provide almost radical transparency so how do we test for nutrient density right um how do we have a tool that a consumer can use that actually shows us on a spectrum where our food falls in that spectrum as far as nutrients and health um and that's, I think that's really cool. And um, it's going to take a lot of participation to load data into that platform. And I think that's the biggest challenge. Um, but it's also a really big opportunity to work together to make that happen. Uh, in my optimal world, we would in the future reconnect people and land as much as possible. So something that Dan always says that I really love is, the game is to occupy land. Um, and I think it's really true. It's like the closer we can get to our food source, whether we're just growing herbs in our windowsill or whether we're able to move back to land and start participating in ecosystems. Um, yeah, it just brings so much more transparency and connection and, and understanding of what it takes to keep an e ecosystem healthy, what it takes to regenerate soils, um, and what that that looks like to produce healthy food as a result. Absolutely. So when I was thinking about Dan Kirchner's device as you're describing it, and then juxtapositioning it with understanding, um, 
I, I, I heard this echo from Dr. Jean Wallace, the functional medicine doctor. Um, and she was saying that, you know, we're equipped with a device, a magical device, amazing device that actually works exactly like the, the device that Dan Kittredge is working on, and it's our tongue. And, mm -hmm. and the only thing problem with that is that you, re you require experience to know what is what. And so for a lot of people, they can't taste, you know what I mean? They can't taste different because they haven't tasted very many different things. Um, and they haven't tasted the highest quality often. And so they, and, and when we say highest quality, it's like you said, you know, the other direction is, is rejectionist. But when you go into quality, there's no roof. There's no, there's no ceiling to like <laughs> how nutri you know, nutritious things can get. We don't know. We just keep finding we can do things better. Totally. Yeah. It's, um, I recently heard of this term for the first time, rewilding. And I now understand there's kind of a, a huge movement around the concept. Oh yeah. But it really resonates for me as we're relearning um, how to tap into our intuition, how to truly use all our human functions. And our, our most natural state is our body knows what's healthy or not. We've just in so many ways tricked our bodies with processed foods and sugars and things that aren't good for us. So sometimes our, I think we need a little recalibration, um, but it's a, a really beautiful journey to start down that path and, and learn. It's a really cool one. So we have, there's a donate section on your website and there's some pretty cool things here. You have an annual event, the Kiss the Ground celebration? Yeah. Um, so this year we decided to launch a membership, which means that if you give um, $10 a month or 125 a year, you become a Kiss the Ground member. And um, we wanted to be able to give something um, in exchange for that. And so... When you become a member, you get access to a bunch of like 10 and 15% off codes to favorite uh, brands and places you might already purchase from. And then additionally, we're for our members, we're doing um, webinars every two months right now. So bi-monthly, no, every other month uh, webinars. So six webinars a year that are exclusive member-only content. And then if you give over a certain amount, which I'm pretty sure is $5,000, don't quote me on that. That looks um, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, are you reading our website? <laughs> um, we're going to start doing an annual celebration. And so our first one will be this spring. Wow. So yeah. what, what are you most excited about in this organization that's coming up? Mm. Well, certainly launching a, a book in collaboration with our friends, Josh and Rebecca Tickell, and a documentary with them um, will be exciting because I think that hopefully those two pieces of media reach larger audiences um, and hopefully help bring this conversation a little bit out of the circles it's already happening in. So those are two pretty exciting things for us, but I also feel really excited to continue listening 
the more I listen to farmers and the more I listen to brands and land, land managers and people who are really on the front lines of soil health work, the more we're able to figure out how to support the ecosystem to move forward. And so, yeah, I'm, cons- I'm excited to continue listening and then to, to act as a supportive role through that listening. I can echo that. Dr. Elaine Ingham has been my one-on-one soil teacher and mentor for three years now, and I've learned more from her in terms of science than I learned in high school, college, and my for my my entire educational career put together. She like corrected all my misconceptions and uh, you know limitations that that I had uh, going into this understanding of soil and she's helped me write you know 45 page chapters in my books she's uh she's just an amazing person and and she's just one of a whole amazing crew of people now that are Mm -hmm. that are all over the world teaching people and spreading this truth uh and for for our listeners i i'm gonna try to get this out immediately so when i say this Keep in mind that it might be 24 to 48 hours later, but less than two weeks, this book, Kiss the Ground, will be out on November 14th. It's the second right now. So this is coming out right now. You can pre-order it right now, um, and it, it looks absolutely gorgeous. So uh, when when is the documentary that accompanies it coming out? Sure. Um, we submitted to Sundance, but that's not a guarantee. So we may or may not premiere there, and then we'll go from there as far as distribution. And to add a little bit more about the book, the thing I love about what Josh has written is that it's very accessible. Um, There are so many incredible books out there. You could probably spend a lifetime reading about soil and ecosystem function and science and permaculture. And once you get into it, it's like your personal library gets pretty big. But what I love about the book that Josh has written called Kiss the Ground is that it's kind of an entry point that's very accessible to a lot of people. And then, you know, you might take the deep dive after that, or hopefully you do. Excellent, excellent, excellent. And this book looks like it definitely can deliver. And you're, and everyone who's listening, your videos, I keep rewatching them. I think I've watched the soil story three or four times. And just kind of like watch the way you built it at this point, just because it's so well done um, and, and it needs to be told. I mean, this needs to be in schools everywhere. Thanks. Yeah. I, one of the most beautiful parts of the soil story is that it took almost two years to produce and has a huge team of people behind it. So I'm there sure. were uh, script writers and researchers and animators and funders and a lot of people that supported the process. But one of the things that the script writers did was go and interview probably around a hundred people and see what the common threads were with how we speak about soil and carbon and carbon cycle and try to find a common language that we could all rally behind. Because I think so much in our in our world, so many times we're 
releasing things and it's like this is my opinion and this is the best way and I have my people behind me and we almost have all these conflicting views or just like different movements that language things differently and one of the things we tried to do with the soil story was figure out what the most accessible language that the most people could rally behind would be um and I think that that's one of the reasons why it's so easy to watch yes it's it's wonderful because yeah, I mean, that's a, a best practice in education, le learning the modality of your audience. So superbly done. I, I want everyone to watch it. I want it to be in schools, you know, everywhere. And I think you, you are all on trajectory to do just that. And I, I look forward to meeting you in person and to working more with your organization and supporting it any way I can. Totally. Thank you so much. Awesome. Well, is, is there anything else that you want to let us know about? Anything coming up that we should look out for? Mm, well, if you want to get up to date, you can certainly visit our website, kisstheground.com, and sign up for our newsletter, or you can follow us on social media. They're all at kisstheground.ca for California. Um, but really, there's kind of one last thought I'd love to share, which is, you know, we could educate all day long about soil health and regenerative ag and permaculture and um, ecosystem restoration and all these beautiful topics, but they don't become real in any of our lives until they become relevant for us. And so I just encourage everyone listening to find what's relevant for them and follow that journey. Um, so maybe it's just composting at your home and that's the one piece of this conversation that's relevant for you or maybe it's figuring out how to turn your backyard into a permaculture paradise or maybe it's you know working with your local government to support farmers building healthy soil whatever it is you're not going to want to take action or do anything um, unless it's relevant for you so you know I always say the first step is grow something and then see what happens next Awesome. Thank you so much, Lauren. Yeah, thank you. Awesome. Awesome.